From Calvary Church of Santa Ana, this is the Calvary Life Podcast, the show where we share stories, laugh together, and have discussions about faith, life, and God with people from Calvary Church. Here's your host, Eric Wakeling. Okay, welcome to the Calvary Life Podcast. This is Eric Wakeling here with Matt Doan. How you doing, Matt, today? Happy to be part of the team. Just happy to be part of the team. <laughs> there you go. That's the that's the topic at hand. We're talking about we value team. And uh, I like how we get right into it on this podcast, by the way, even though I'm diverting already talking about getting right into it. But, you know, there's not like 10 minutes of commercials or something you have to hit the 30 second button for. Do you ever do you do that? Well, do you know, even like the podcast, how they I know every podcast and how they do their beginning. Yes. And what to skip. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's almost just automatic, right? You just hit the 30 seconds. Uh-huh. Go, 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 go. Yeah. Um, but, you know, actually, we, we kind of wouldn't mind some commercials. So if anybody, like, has some things they want to advertise. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Maybe all the all the businesses of Calvary. You just just uh, pay Matt Doan cash and right. he'll start talking about your business. We will. I and mean, the 17 people that listen to this will come to <laughs> your business. I mean, yeah, if you, if you work at a Subway down the street we'd be happy to plug subway for something yeah and, you know, exactly all the proceeds go to missions here at calvary okay okay yeah i'd be happy to you know if our one uh, valued listener ben harris wants us to plug kalo rings or something like that yeah, you know we'll, we'll do it speaking of uh not ben but promotions uh-huh. how excited are you that the chick-fil-a and in and out is being built Literally within shadows of Calvary Church. I know. I am beyond thrilled. So excited. Yes. We need to get a campaign to see if Chick-fil-A will open on Sundays just for us. (laughs) I don't know about that. No, I know. I'm just kidding. They won't. (laughs) (laughs) But can you imagine that Chick-fil-A on a a day after a VBS? Yeah. I don't know if people know like how we go to VBS or for VBS, we go to Chick-fil-A afterwards Mm -hmm. and do a fundraiser kind of thing with them. And it's at at Chick-fil-A's that are... A 20-minute drive away, it's yeah. insanity how crowded it is. How many VBSers make their way over to yes. Chick-fil-A? But now it's going to be literally down the street. Yes. So they'll get it down with VBS at 1230. Yes. And head right in the minivans to <laughs> How much fatter do you think I will be based on the in and out well, being Well, I'm not worried about you because you're doing Ironmans, you're running. We talked about I know, this. but my Ironman's going to be done. You, you just feel good at six mile. I don't know why. I just start after uh, six already, miles. I've already got a lot of feedback running. on that. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm in, I'm in big trouble. I'm in yeah. big trouble. I, it's not that I don't, I don't love Chick-fil-A. I love Chick-fil-A sauce. Ooh, okay. Yeah. And that's what I love. Are you going to put Chick-fil-A sauce on an in and out burger? I've never thought about Did that. Did that just that's blow a, your mind? That's a brilliant idea. That is a brilliant idea. I like that idea too. It just came to me just now. <laughs> okay, we will promote that. We'll promote. Right. If you want to do a commercial for Chick Fil A sauce and French and and now, we're good. <laughs> yes. All right. So today is we value skip, team. Skip, skip, skip. Yeah, yeah. How many people just like? Yeah, I just thirty seconds all the way through yeah. for the whole forty-five minutes or whatever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we just thank you for following. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Appreciate it. So team is more than an audience is the subtitle. Yeah. And we even did a whole series here at Calvary on we're more than an audience mm-hmm. because we had felt like we had become such an audience with the whole online church phenomenon, yes. right? Yes. And uh, it's we have to sort of break these habits. We get mm-hmm. into habits, I think, of just becoming an audience. And, and uh, I don't know, like I think that did happen for a lot of us. And even for me, so I don't, well, first of all, it's like people felt comfortable watching church on their couch and they're just kind right. of enjoying it. Yeah. And so they're thinking, all right, I'll just keep doing this. Yeah, I got to tell you a quick story on that. Oh, so sure, sure. Our family, my little, my wife and our little kids. 
So the first week of live stream way back in, was that March of 2020? Yeah, I think it was. March 13th, I think. So uh, I was here at church being part of the live stream, but Marie had all the kids dress up for church. Like oh they were my, going. yes. Uh, everyone like sat like up on the couch, like, like they were just in one of the seats here at Calvary yeah. participating in the whole thing. The next week, it was just down to we're in our pajamas. <laughs> it lasted a week. Yeah, everyone that's has hilarious. a hot cup of you know, coffee or cocoa. And yeah, anyway. That's awesome. I love that. I love that. But I was thinking how they were like the people watching were comfortable on their couch. Yeah. But I think there was like a level of sort of ease that we even got into. I mean, we'd roll in. Um, you're not doing anything other than just doing the service. You're not talking yeah. to people. You're not doing um, like a group afterwards sure. or, and, and, and I, I remember walking out, like the surface would end at 10, 10 or something like that. Right. Nine to 10, 10, let's say. Right. And then 10, 15. And I would sort of walk off stage off the benediction and just like walk straight to my car. So strange. You know? yeah. yeah. The parking lot was empty. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just, there was no feedback, right. To any of no, the no, no. You just did stuff. sermons, but yeah, then there was no discussion or talk afterwards. Right. We missed the people, but then I also got kind of like, Oh, it was nice going home to have breakfast with my family, you know, or whatever, brunch with my family. <laughs> right. Sure. And so I think we all had to get shaken up, yeah. right? Reshaken up afterwards. Yeah, for sure. And because we do value, like, because the team is a valuable mm-hmm. thing in all of our eyes and minds, right? That yeah. we want to be part of a team. And I think that's mm-hmm. something I was trying to say on Sunday was just like, Hey, that's, let's think back on what that was like so that we can like shake, like shake the cobwebs yes. off, you know, and say, okay, let's get into the team again. Right. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I was trying to think of some things that we wanted to talk through from this whole thing of we value team. Uh, I did try very hard to show some things of, of a team that was not a sports analogy. Yes. Right? Yes. I saw the pain on your face of trying to come up with an analogy and you did. It was the, it was the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. The kitchen. Yes. Kind of worked. Oh, come on. I mean, it was great. How many people do you really need in the kitchen? <laughs> in a professional kitchen? <laughs> oh, that's true. I guess you did say that. Yeah, yeah. Professional kitchen. Not like your house. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking you could use the analogy of a surgery room because, you know, you think oh, of like yeah, the that's surgeon. Good. It's like the only person in there. But no, you have like a tech. Yeah. You have a, a surgical nurse. Anesthesia. And anesthesia. And then oftentimes you even have like if you're doing like a heart thing. I've heard <laughs> you have like the person who's like the, the rep of the devices there to uh-huh. like help you if something goes wrong with that. I mean, there could be like seven, eight people right, right. in a surgical room. It's all part of well, You're looking at me like you like your kitchen <laughs> idea better, don't you? No, no, that's not, that's not what I'm trying to do. <laughs> I'm just looking at you trying to. So, I actually was literally what I was thinking about. I was inside my head thinking about doctors listening to this and just thinking, <laughs> These people are idiots. <laughs> I think they thought that long before this analogy. So just give you a little behind the scenes. So Erica and I are at a small table looking at each other as we're yes. talking, which I guess is appropriate. It's, it's like normal. Our, our hope is that you feel like we're just having a cup of coffee with you. Yeah. I'm having but, a crystal geyser. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Natural nice. spring water. Uh, uh, but you were just looking at me with that look of like, stop talking. No, no, no. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> we're a team here, Matt. Two or oh, more okay. acting with one heart. Okay, keep going. Okay, all right. So, yeah. So, I don't know. I, I really did want to try to say something that wasn't a sports analogy because team is yeah. like, obviously, you're, like, you're going to sports. And we do. We love sports. And I think that at the same time, different positions on a sports team also makes sense that sure. we have so many different positions mm-hmm. with so many different gifts 
and we all need to come together to form that ultimate team. And that's like what the whole better together thing is like, but I don't know um, if anything even was kind of like strike was striking you when you think about different positions, different gifts, um, even how some are value seem to be valued higher than others Mm -hmm. or, or we even don't value our own. I don't know some of that kind of stuff. I think there's two, there's maybe many reasons, but two of the top reasons I think that people don't get involved in service, uh, ministry, church-related things is, uh, number one, well, you know, it's just the the paid people, like you had said. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just kind of the vocational person. That's the most important person. And my, my role on the team wouldn't really matter or contribute much, so why even try? Right, right. And then, um, and then the second one is just kind of like, I don't even know where to jump in, where to go. Right. But that first one's really interesting about... I mean, the scripture says in First Corinthians that, no, there's all kinds of parts and all are needed. Mm-hmm. It, it is kind of sad that maybe our roles, our parts on the team do get highlighted more because they're just more public and upfront. Yeah. And yet it's no different. It, honestly, it's not just saying that it's no different right. than someone who's greeting at the door. Right. Or caring for an infant in the nursery. Right. All are, are valuable in God's economy and his kingdom. Right. It's like in, even in that First Corinthians 12, it talks about with the body parts, you think about the foot. And you might think, ew, it's like some people think feet are gross or something. You know? But then they, it's like you could be the hair, like Matt Doan's hair especially. <laughs> oh, just gosh. this beautiful flowing hair. And so you think... <laughs> And so you think, oh, I could be the hair. I just want to be the hair. I want to be the hair. Instead, you're the big toe. <laughs> and <laughs> the kneecap. It's kind of funny. Like, and I get it. It's hard for us to think like, oh, that those are the same. Yeah. And but they, but they aren't the same actually. But mm-hmm. they're super. They're equally valuable. Yeah. If you didn't have your big toe and you're just falling all over all the time, right? You'd probably rather have a big toe than have hair. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> This is a workshop right here. (laughs) Again, we workshop these analogies here. (laughs) Natalie Comstock has wonderfully listened to this podcast before it gets sent out. I'm sure she'll edit that last 30 seconds. No way, uh, man. I hope not. Okay. No editing. No uh, editing allowed, Natalie. (laughs) But yeah, you're you're right. Not every function operates the same amount of work or energy always. Right. right. And yet they all contribute towards the greater good with the purpose, which is to glorify God, build his church. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Um, I think about, uh, I think about the whole pool analogy. Yeah. I love so that. This, this thing of, of thinking around talking, like walking around the pool, not knowing where to jump in. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know, did you like, what was your experience of jumping into ministry? Like, did you kind of do that? Were you, uh-huh. I, I'd love to hear you repeat the story to see if like, just, just check how well you're listening. <laughs> Okay, this can work two ways. Uh, I'll be asking you in a few weeks here. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, Pastor Homer, right? You're, yes. You're a pastor at Ocean Hills. Yes. I thought that was wise, just, you know, the idea that many people are walking around just kind of going, okay, where's the perfect spot to jump in? Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's, you that's did, kinda, yeah, that's you did it. it. Yeah. You did it, absolutely. But that's true. So I, I think one of the reasons we don't serve um, in the local church or in ministry or just kingdom opportunities is because we think, oh, it's not, we don't have anything to add or contribute. Right. The other thing is we just don't know where to start or, or how to, to jump in. I think for my story, uh, there was a couple different ways. One is my youth pastor um, that I had in high school when I came back for the summer from college and kind of reconnected that church in Northern California. 
he asked me to um, to help co-lead a Bible study for high schoolers. Mm. That was a big deal. Mm-hmm. I was like 19 years old, didn't feel qualified for that in any way, but I respected this guy so much, kind of like my pastor Homer in a sense. Mm-hmm. And so he asked me, I jumped in. I don't think it went very well, but it was jumping in the pool a little bit. Yeah. And yeah. then um, fast forward to, uh, I was had just graduated from Biola. Um, I hadn't really served in my local church down here at all. I got connected to Calvary, and I said these famous words. I met Jeff Biddle, who was the high school pastor, and I said these fam- or, you know, infamous words to me. Mm-hmm. I said, hey, Jeff, I just graduated college, kind of like just figuring out life. Like, if you ever need any help around here, just let me know, <laughs> which funny on the other side of that, uh, if, <laughs> when people have come to me with that same thing, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm <laughs> plugging them in. So, yeah. so Jeff was gracious enough to give me some opportunities. I went to be a counselor at Hume Lake, mm-hmm. met these 12 high school kids that just became like my little brothers. And then I was in, I was in, yeah. I, I couldn't get enough. I just love, love, loved serving, being part of the local church. But it was, it was kind of just that initial just jump. Yeah. And then, and then someone basically gracefully saying, Hey, we could use you. Yeah, that exactly. It's like kind of both. Yeah. And you jumped into that part of the pool of, of high school ministry Yeah, and you swam in that pool for a long time. You swam yeah. in that part of the pool a for long time. a long time. A long time. It got, it got a little uh, lukewarm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I don't either, but I mean, it did, it does come to a point though, where as you're swimming in that part of the pool, where it was the perfect spot for you for a long time, yeah, for sure. that then eventually it was, you had a sense of God stirring your heart for yeah. local outreach, right? Right. Reaching our local community, yeah, helping sure. people that were in need. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of interesting, right? And then yeah, into you move this... places in the pool or you drift around yeah, or drown. Or... No, 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 no. <laughs> Don't say that. Oh my gosh. Matt's <laughs> but making no, the analogy. No, no but back to, back to you. Yeah. So, um, yeah. so for you, you talked to Pastor Homer. Hey, I'm thinking about this calling. Mm-hmm. But then it was another pastor, Paul Gates, that really said, come with me. Or, or did you even just show up in junior high ministry or what happened? No, it was, yeah, it was, I was asked to become an intern in that ministry by that, by Paul Gates. Yeah, exactly. And so uh, Paul was the student ministries pastor of that church. Or he, he was, um, actually at the time, I should say, he was doing junior high. And uh, so then I came into that part. And there was another guy doing high school named Rick Yeomans, who was that youth pastor that was, you know, the retreat I talked about. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so anyway, then, um, yeah, so I was just swimming in that pool of being a, a intern in there right away because, so I talked with Homer, then they asked me to do this and it's just like, okay, I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. And like, boom. And all that stuff happened within weeks of Crazy. That, changed your whole life. that call story. Yeah. Yeah. It totally changed my whole life. And that's where I think about you and me, I mean, you jumping into the pool when Jeff talked to you, and that was what, 23 years yeah, ago or so? Yeah, I don't know, for sure, something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, similarly for me, um, yeah, it was crazy just back in 1993, which is mm-hmm. forever ago of mm-hmm. like becoming that intern. And then, um, yeah, and then I got, then I became the junior high pastor just because I was like serving and faithful yeah. and they swam into that part of the pool. I'm doing hand motions while I talk just so everyone knows, <laughs> but no you. one can yeah. see it. No, I understand. <laughs> Uh, what's the sound like to fall in a pool yeah i don't know do you guys like that i don't know we do a contest Uh, Uh, and then there's the idea though using the pool analogy even further sure you're swimming around um maybe for whatever reason you have to get out of the pool Mm -hmm. Um, and maybe that's some of the people even here at calvary they've 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 jumped in the pool at times yeah but now 
for whatever reason, maybe even good reasons, they're out of the pool, but they're wanting to get back in. How would you encourage them? Hmm. Well, first of all, I would say if you have to get out of the pool, grab a towel. Definitely <laughs> grab a towel. <laughs> you complete the sentence is so funny. <laughs> but yes, so grab. Let's like let me try to make this even more of like I know we're like cheesy pastor illustration here. Like we're just playing this out, but it is if you have to get out of the pool, grab a towel. But it's also if you you know, I don't like strained a muscle or you got hurt in some way while you're in the pool and you need to make sure that you're getting the treatment that you need to help you to be able to get back in. Yeah. And I think of it in that way, like, Hey, if you something, it could have been that something hurt you in some way. Mm -hmm. Um, people most likely or an experience that was not everything that you thought it could have been or should have been and making sure you're talking with people about that. Right. Talking with somebody that's, someone that's a mentor or a counselor or a pastor, somebody that kind of just pray with you, guide you along that. Cause I think that that's a big reason why people jump out, get out of the pool is because they've been hurt or it could be they're exhausted and they need to rest. Like go sit in the lounge chair (laughs) and just relax, put your sunglasses on or read a book. So sometimes you need to relax for a little bit Mm -hmm. and then jump back in. But I think all those are sort of for the purpose of, that rest or that recovery or that healing is like yeah. for the purpose of getting back in back the pool, in. Yeah. you know, it's yeah. not just forever stay out. Right. Like I'm disqualified now or yeah. swimming is just not for me. Yeah. 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 And we've had people come here to Calvary who, Hey, I'm a former youth pastor. Or I was really involved in my other church. I just need a little bit of time to heal mm-hmm. or just kind of just rest in, in Jesus right now. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me to volunteer right, right away yeah, or something. Yeah. 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 But then I think you're right. I think at some point, as God's doing that good healing work, mm-hmm. time to get back in. And so I just want to even want to encourage you. Some of you that are listening right now, maybe no guilt. I'm not trying to shame Mm-mm. anybody, but like now's the time. Jump yeah. back in. We need you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The water's warm. <laughs> there you go. It's just the right. It's just the right depth. <laughs> I don't know. I was like walking around. It was funny because I was on stage and I was walking around in the circle, like yeah. talking about the parts of the pool. And I'm like, it's going to be too deep or too shallow. And I'm like, I don't know, man, how long am I going to talk about this? <laughs> I feel like it was, it was okay. It works, but. <laughs> Have you ever dove into a pool and like banged your forehead? Yes. What? I scraped my nose where like, where the top of your nose gets oh, like scraped yes. and just rubbed completely like where it turns white. Right. Yeah. That's the worst that happened when I was a kid. And I was always scared of those. I mean, this can be kind of real, but I was also super scared of like the, the stories of the people that dove in and like got paralyzed or something, you know, I was always scared about that. Right. And I legitimately talked to someone in the last six months. I won't name names (laughs) who said they don't like going in pools because they know it's not like a rational thought. But just one person in them thinks that a shark could come up <laughs> through the drain and grab them. I'm, and they're being dead serious. This, oh, isn't, no. this is an adult. But, uh, it's not something we can name. It's not like somebody that's close enough that we could name them. <laughs> I can give you some, I can give you some uh, initials if you want. <laughs> but only if you should. Don't do it if you shouldn't do it. Okay, we'll skip that. All right, we'll skip but, that. Uh, I got scared. I wanted to do it, and then I got scared. Yeah, no worries. All right. Okay. Unless it's like somebody like Tim Nellis or something. That'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> It was Tim Nellis? Let's, oh, okay, let's, wow. Let's say it is. All right, Tim Nellis. He's scared of sharks. Land, yes. Pool sharks, land sharks, pool sharks. Oh, it's not people that like cheat at billiards. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> I think we should just kill the pool pool analogy. The pool right analogy's done. Okay, it's done. But it's but I also th- yeah. So it's done. We've destroyed it. Yes. But it also works. It makes sense. Well, the other one um, that we talked about, yeah. um, well, it's actually in our journal is, and I love this analogy. Yes. That church should be less consumer oriented and more like a farmer's market. And maybe you're not familiar with the farmer's market, but this idea that everyone kind of brings something to exchange or to sell, uh, but everyone's contributing, right? Hey, and thanks for describing farmer's market. <laughs> well, I don't know. Not everywhere. Do you know where a farmer's market is around here? Absolutely. Where? There's one in Tustin on Wednesdays, I think at 11, and it's kind of right by Chalk Restaurant or El Camino Cafe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Actually, you are right about that. Yes, I know. Have you ever been? I have. On a Wednesday at like 11? Yeah, I took a lunch break to go down there. Buy, B makes me buy her honey, fresh local honey. Ooh. Yes. And uh, yeah, so we like and we like to buy vegetables and stuff there okay. sometimes. Wow. There's an epic one that was at UCI. And I think maybe it's even at Mariner's Church now. That really? one. I haven't been to it in a while. It's okay. super big. There's also one at uh, <laughs> Irvine Park. Uh, yeah, dude. Really? Yes. Well, one day when we we're having a pastor day away there, every once in a while we'll have like a day. Yeah. Everybody, we're, You'll see it. we'll take a few hours to go and have like a long extended solo time. And I'm walking through Irvine Park and there's a full farmer's market. And I was like, hmm, coffee samples. Okay. So <laughs> if you needed a description, thank you. Um, but if you didn't, I feel like I just went longer on you. than you did just that you're going to describe it. Although when you said you pick up honey at the farmer's market, yeah. I heard that it's wise to buy local honey. Because something about the bees, uh, I don't it like know. helps you with allergies and stuff like that. Right, because it's, it's like a local, healthy thing. Yeah, pollen. Yeah, or... that's why we do it. Interesting. I know, and we have eggs and our, you know, we have chickens and all sorts of nonsense. Yeah, you guys are your throwbacks. Bee actually wants to get bees. Really, which is interesting with her name, right? <laughs> so she wants to get bees, like have a full-on beehive in our yeah. backyard or uh-huh. whatever those, you know, just those, those farmer beehive things, right. and that she wants then that we would harvest the honey but we live literally we share a fence with a school an elementary yeah, school that could be ugly and i feel like you shouldn't have a bunch of bees flying around these kids right yeah uh we had a, a beehive in our backyard like under a fence like fence post and we had a guy come out and you, you know it's not legal in orange county to destroy bees you only can move them because yeah, the world will end. <laughs> it might end, <laughs> but Orange County literally has some laws protecting yeah. bees. Yeah, the bees need to be protected. Yes, it's a thing. People are worried the world would end if the bees died. It's. Huh. Have you read about this? No, I need to. Yeah, this is a total thing. And my wife B, which is this whole thing, it's kind of weird with her name, but like she was what? very concerned about this. I like calling her Rebecca. Oh, you do. Nice. Yeah, her real name is Rebecca, just so everyone knows that. She doesn't like that, though, I don't think. She doesn't mind Rebecca. What she doesn't like... (laughs) (laughs) We're way off right now. What she doesn't like is Becky. Oh, oh, that's right. That's what her sister calls her, is Becky. And her sister doesn't call her that to be mean. That's what she's always called her. Yeah, it's like their terminal endearment. But if anybody else calls her that. Okay. So if you really want it, yeah. Okay. Although I think, you know, I think you could probably get away with it. All right, let's let's move on. I don't remember what we were talking about. <laughs> There's no I in team. That's what we're talking about. There's no I in Farmer's market analogy. Team. Farmer's market. Okay, yes. go back to it. Oh, yeah. So in our journal, if you happen to read that this week, which I hope you're bringing your journals, look at them, and they're helpful. But um, um, yeah, it's, we're a farmer's market. We all bring something to the table mm-hmm. in a sense. That's right. So that's what we want to be. Uh, are we there yet? I don't know. Yeah. I think we have room to grow. 
yeah, we definitely have room to grow. I think, um, but I think we're we're getting there, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the goal, and that's the whole thing, even of better together. And we we want to actually believe that we need all the different parts, all the yes. different things, all the different aspects of the of the farmers market. So we we don't can't just have the honey. Mm-hmm. You can't just have the um, the vegetables right. or whatever. You can't just have the eggs that cost the eggs. There cost like fifteen bucks. It's crazy. Wow. So I was thinking about opening up a stand. <laughs> yeah. Selling the eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The other thing, you know, we talked about because we're actually, we just, um, so after this release, it'll be last Sunday night that we had a big event for uh, people who serve here, here at Calvary Mm -hmm. in like in Calvary ministries and just being grateful for them, thanking them, just honoring what Mm -hmm. they've done. And uh, so just super thankful for all those people. But we also made a point on Sunday to talk about how we also want to make sure people that are doing something else feel like part of the team. Yeah, I love that because I don't think it's emphasized enough. Yeah. And it's hard because we we do obviously get focused on the things that we're doing here at Calvary. Right. But we recognize that there's some people here doing like amazing stuff that's not on our website or part of what we officially do at Calvary. But they're all they're all on the team. Yeah, I love, I've seen at some churches or even someone sent me a photo of a church, I don't know, somewhere in Orange County this week that said, there's a sign as you leave this church's parking lot that says, um, the mission field begins here yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's really emphasizing the idea that it's not just the church <laughs> that is the mission, although that's where we get equipped, we can serve here, we can be part of the team here, we need you here, and yet then you get sent out. And we have so many people here at Calvary that are living that out. That yeah have been sent out and are on mission, building what you call the big C, the, mm-hmm. uh, as far as the church goes, mm-hmm. um, the church that's in the neighborhoods and out to the nations. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So if any of those ministries want to do an ad on our uh, podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, we'd love that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, really like a real big discount. Were you... Were you- <laughs> <laughs> right now the fee's zero, so I guess yeah, I mean, exactly. Uh, were you surprised how many people? Because st- on Sunday you said stand up if you're involved in some type of service ministry outside the walls of this church. Yeah. Were you surprised, or kind of what you expected? Uh, I mean, I knew that there would be a lot out there, but it was pretty cool to see people standing. And I even got a text from a, like two different people afterwards. One that was in the room that just was super grateful they're a public school teacher and really think of it as their ministry yes and i think you can be a public school teacher and you can do your job well or you can be a public school teacher and think of it as your ministry yeah it's probably all mindset and approach to how you do it right and how you're trusting in the lord to empower you to do it which i think is a cool way to even for everybody out there to think about your jobs if your job's not uniquely christian Mm -hmm. to be able to think about how you can make it uniquely Mm -hmm. christian even with abiding by all the whatever kind of rules you have to right but i got a text from this person that was a public that is a public school teacher and they're a public school teacher in a uh, a pretty like hard part of town or just Uh a less like uh, a a part of town that probably just has less resources even given to schools yeah and um and they were just so grateful. Hmm. Like, thank you for recognizing that what I do is ministry. It's part of the team. And it's part of the team. Yeah. 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 And then a text from another person that um, was just, that was watching online actually, mm. as they were out doing their thing oh, even. Wow. And uh, so they, they were, they were away from here right now because they're doing their thing mm. in another part of the country. And so then they were just, Hey, that fired us up. We were watching the service cool. um, this morning online. So yeah. yeah, that's really neat. And that's one of even the aims of this podcast, just 
to be goofy and kind of let you know our hearts and kind of our personalities, but mm-hmm. also that when you're out there Monday through Saturday, mm-hmm. uh, Monday through Sunday, even yeah, that person there's, um, we consider you part of the team yeah. as God equips you, calls you yeah, and you're living on mission for him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's neat. I just realized I even got another text from somebody that just was like, great. Thank you for the shout out. Wow. Uh, one of the things I actually specifically mentioned. Yeah. And, huh. uh, just I, so that's cool just to be able to help people recognize reframe that they that, yeah. reframe that mm-hmm. in their minds that you are part of the team. So maybe you're doing something and maybe you need to reframe how you think yeah. about what you do. Right. That you're like, oh, I just work at this restaurant, you yeah. know, and no, 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 no. You have an opportunity to encounter people and bless yeah. them every day. And yeah. even if it's just in your own um, mind and heart that you're a server at a restaurant and right. you're praying a blessing over each person, yes. each table that you yeah. have. Right. Yeah. How would it look like? Let's just take that server idea. Yeah. What would it look like? You show up on time. Yeah. And that's like even a way just to honor your employer. Yep. Yep. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> I didn't even realize what you're doing, but now I realize <laughs> okay. it. So, uh, so you show up on time it's to, to honor. Uh, sometimes. <laughs> uh, so you show up on time to honor your boss. Yeah. You, uh, you have um, just even a humble attitude of where you're placed in the restaurant yeah. as far yeah. as what tables you get. Mm-hmm. Uh, you thank and show generosity towards the bus boys or that type of thing. Yep. You pray silently even over mm-hmm. the tables that you're serving that night. Yeah. You're honest in reporting your tip. I mean, you can just yes. kind of go down the road. Like, stuff. But those are like definitely kingdom opportunities just yes. to, to live differently, live counterculturally. I live on mission. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, if God is stirring your heart that you also need to take a step of boldness of some sort, we've had some people like, and some that I've mentioned, like uh, Jeff McKee or uh, Doug and Jesse Brown, you know, starting Uniquely Knitted. I mean, it took a step of boldness for them yeah. to start that that nonprofit or that ministry group that they were doing. Right. And that can be scary, but maybe if God's stirring in you, yeah. then maybe you need to take that next step or, or start working that out what that looks like. Yeah. Yeah. It could be, okay, we'll go back to the pool. I, t- I said it was dead, but we'll go back. But like, yeah, yeah. you're at the edge of the pool. You're thinking like God's saying, jump in to uh-huh. this specific thing. There's some risk there, right? There's some, but wait, there's, not the security that there is here on the deck, the pool yeah, deck. Yeah, exactly. And yet I think we both can say when you jump in and you find the, the role in the team that God has for you, mm-hmm. it is so, it's not always easy, mm-hmm. but it's so satisfying. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so I encourage you even like thinking about your spiritual gifts too and trying to pray through and with God and asking him to even reveal to you, like, what are those gifts that, that you've yeah. given me, Lord? And how can I use them for for you in this world to make an impact. And I think that's something if you're not aware of just to kind of work through that or talk to other people, a lot of times other people recognize your giftedness more than you recognize your own. Even asking people, right? Right. Yeah. Like, what do you see? What do you see in me? And that kind of thing is sometimes that's humility or, or just sort of self blindness or, um, there's something about that, like Jahari window kind of thing or whatever. Like, you know, I don't know if people want to Google that you can, but, um, wasn't that a character in star Wars or something? (laughs) I don't know, isn't it? It's not. But Matt don't always makes fun of me, you guys. He, he plays this whole thing that he's like this super nice guy. 
<laughs> but it's in, I I exist to help him. No, live there's out. one area of your life I pick on, and it's your science fiction. <laughs> yes, exactly. Love. <laughs> so this all came because I was vulnerable. Everyone, just no, so you no. know, let we were on a van trip to Hume Lake. Let me tell you the story because this is worth just even a couple minutes here. So we're all driving up to a pastor retreat at Hume Lake. Um, like eight of us in the car and Eric, <laughs> we pull off in Fresno or maybe it was like, yeah, somewhere near Fresno, Eric sees a Barnes and Noble. That was back when they're like, you couldn't go to Amazon didn't exist. Back no, then. Yeah. Yeah. And he runs in and buys like all these science fiction books. I was just shocked. I couldn't believe it. Cause I needed to have the one that was next. Oh, in yeah, the that's series what it was. I was yeah, reading cause yeah. I was dying needing to have the next one. Oh, that's okay. And the worst part was cause I was like, you guys, I, it was more like I was, needing to find a Barnes <laughs> yeah, and Noble. What, it that's was. what startled me. <laughs> you know what? Some people garden. Some people play bridge. Some people <laughs> read science fiction <laughs> fantasy it's books. Okay. It's okay. Oh, it's true. We I love do. You. You're part of the team. Yes. Thank you. Too. Thank you so much. <laughs> I, I'm just going to let everyone like, let's just, I'm going to introduce the topic because I just want to get over it. Cause I'm already being embarrassed enough, but yeah. I was, little extra part of the team on Sunday at the end of the service. Oh yeah. Let's talk about that. Did you guys hear it? <laughs> Probably people that did online church or were on the patio heard it more than inside. Cause I, I think, think so. the singing inside kind of drowned it out. Yeah. But I had plugged my microphone back in a little too early because if people weren't there, so none of the, so the, the sound system kind of freaked out at yeah. the end and none of the band's mics worked and only mine worked and right. we couldn't reverse it unless we just turned everything off. Yeah. And so I unplugged my microphone, my little headset microphone, because I was scared of singing and having everyone hear it. <laughs> then I went to walk back up on stage and I, I don't know, I, I blacked out or something like, I don't know what <laughs> happened, but I plugged it in and I thought I was just going to walk up when the song was done and not sing, but I must've kept singing because yeah. the spirit was just moving. I appreciate it. <laughs> Did you hear it? Well, we'll have a recording of that. Uh, that actually, maybe that will, maybe that's our new podcast intro. <laughs> that's the new music. That's what we're going to do. And that's all you could hear. Yeah. Like I heard people in the baby room came, came up to me and were like saying <laughs> how job. all they could hear is my voice. Oh. And they thought I was in the room with them almost because oh, wow. I was so loud. Oh. It's very embarrassing. No, you're good. Yeah. I'm thankful that's that I'm doing this with you. Right there. You're being nice. No, that's good. <laughs> You're good. You're good. The, you know, part of technology here at Calvary, there's always going to be little blips, but I love oh, yeah. that it's not, doesn't define what we're doing or anything like that too. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. That moment actually, until I did the microphone thing, the moment was actually really beautiful yeah. of everyone just singing yeah. without any, right. we don't need that. All you had was yeah. AJ playing guitar. You could kind of hear Lauren and, yeah. and it singing a little bit in the room. Yeah. yeah it was cool. amazing. So, um, you know what I appreciate too? I think this would be a good time. I'll get serious after making fun of you, but mm. I appreciate that that you really do live out team as the point leader here at Calvary, as our, our lead pastor, senior pastor. You allow people like me to be part of the preaching team. And I think that's really healthy because the model in a lot of churches has been there's that one guy. Mm -hmm. There's the mm -hmm. the prophet, the sage, the king mm -hmm. <laughs> in a sense. And I think um, th there's value in having a point. Like ultimately, like the, the sure. buck has to stop with a leader, right? Yeah. Like there has to be somebody that says, "Okay, I'll yep. take that responsibility." And you do that well. You wear that 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 title well, and yet you allow others to share and a lot of responsibilities here. And I think that's awesome. And I think our church 
benefits from that. And I'd like to see that even modeled. And I think it is modeled in, in all the ministries here at Calvary. It's not yeah. just about one person, Yeah, but it's a team. Yeah, that's a good point. And man, I kind of even wish I had talked about this, mm-hmm. you know, on in the service on Sunday. Not not to say oh because of my style, but no, yeah. like I think that's a philosophy that we yeah. have that we value because we value team. We value multiple voices and not the elevation of one voice. Right, and we value multiple worship leaders' voices. Yeah. Even we have sometimes it's hard to know who's actually the point worship leader on yes. that day because different, we value that and we don't want to elevate a person. We want to elevate Christ. Yes. Right. Yes. And I think that we also see that in youth ministry. It's not just, there'll be multiple voices, even mm-hmm. in, in those areas. Yep. It's not just about that one rock star, yep. you know, kind of a thing. And so yep. that's what we want for our church. And that's the value that yes, he's placed us in certain leadership roles, but we want to live out those leadership roles with within a team dynamic. Absolutely. I heard of uh, one church years ago where people would literally call the church office like the yeah. Friday before the Sunday and ask who was preaching. And if it wasn't this certain pastor, this is a different church, not Calvary, but if it wasn't a certain church or a certain pastor, then like the attendance would be in half, or like the yeah. word would get spread out. It's like, yeah. oh, that that's consumerism. That's exactly that's going to church to hear and meet my needs. Yeah. And we're trying to fight against that. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so we value team. We want you to value team. We want you to know that you are a valuable member of this team and the team of, of God, right? The whole kingdom team. And uh, I think that's good, right? Should we like kind of put our hands in? Yeah. One, two, three, team. One, two, three, hands in. (laughs) Jesus. I will build my... Just (laughs) Sing the song now. Uh, yeah, we have to find that audio. That's got to be somewhere. No, it's I. I deleted all the files. I've burned. I burned down the worship center. <laughs> Break down, down, da, da, breaking news. Yeah, We're just to get rid of that file. Lot. The internet. Yeah. I took. Through, I got rid of the internet. I broke it. <laughs> that is, now I know you're wrapping up, but I do have one more. Th- oh, I was oh. throw a couple more things. Oh, boy. Well, no, I was going to say, if you're at the edge of the pool and you're just looking for a place hmm. to jump in, I do have a couple thoughts on that just here in around the the property of Calvary. And again, mm-hmm. we're talking about this more than that. Mm-hmm. But I was just thinking even this morning when you were talking, I just kind of jotted down some, you know, children's. I know our fuel ministry, fourth and fifth grade mm-hmm. particularly, needs volunteers, That's right. needs um, people to pour into our fourth, fifth graders. We need premarital couples. You don't have to have mm-hmm. the perfect marriage, but you just need to have... Uh, one that's pointed towards Jesus and and you're wanting to point others and facilitate other yeah. couples that are thinking about getting married. God's house care Monday mornings, we need people to come early Monday mornings and just kind of help clean stuff up around the campus and in the worship center. We need greeters host on Sundays. We need um, tech people. I need a tech person to help me map out neighborhoods. We're thinking about some big things in 2022 about mm-hmm. reaching the neighborhoods of, of Orange County. Mm-hmm. And I need someone to even help me with some map software and that kind of stuff. And we need people to take missionaries out um, for dinner. Like mm. I'd love if when missionaries are in town, they had like three families or, or people who are like, look, I've signed up. I'm going to bring you a meal or take you a, a somewhere. Yeah. Um, stock the missionary house with groceries. I mean, those are just like a little, and those are kind of even yeah. just my point of view, right? I'm oh, sure. And every, Mary Jane also said bridge ministries, yes. special needs and, and people with disabilities. They yes. need more volunteers there. One buddies. So, yep. so if one of, I mean, we just went over those quickly, mm-hmm. but but send something to ask at calvaryLife.org. Maybe that's a good place to send. Yeah, sure. Fill out the card. Or fill out the card. So you can text yeah, card to nine seven zero zero zero. You could you could email us here at podcast at calvarylife.org. <laughs> Have we gotten any emails on podcast? You know what? I didn't check. I didn't either. I gotta check this week. Okay. <laughs>
<laughs> this is the, we're so real on this podcast. We just I just did a check because I've never received an email ever, so it's yes. I don't think about it. Well, this week could be the week. So if if you're at the edge of the pool and one of those things just kind of intrigued you, yeah, we'll check it this week. Yeah, send send us something. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's serious, but also we're also ridiculous, and I love it. So uh, it's a fun team to be part of, and I think we have a good time on the team, and we'd love to have you uh, be part of it with us. So thank you so much for uh, being part of the Calvary Church family and team, and thank you for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. Praise the Father, praise the Son, Praise the Spirit, three in one, God of glory, majesty, praise forever to the King of kings.